Welcome to Enchenyo and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream. Tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world from different backgrounds and niches of expertise who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of Unchain You on a Strength Podcast. And for today's special guest, we have Lori Rising. Hi, Lori. How are you? Hello, Maria. I'm wonderful. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. So nice to meet you. Lori, you do have a podcast as well. You do retreats. You're a digital creator and you're a holistic coach and the founder of Rowan Wild Hearts. Lori, before we get started in the podcast, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself so everybody can get to know you? Mm, yeah, well, I came into this human journey, uh, believing in our divinity and basically haven't stopped ever since um, through all of my wounding, which has been wounding upon wounding in this human form, I have continued to drive towards that light, and that spiritual center and my entire career has been focused on supporting and um, helping people find their divinity and release fear culture that gets programmed around us. So I do that through trauma-informed body work, through ascension support and guidance into our higher consciousness, through retreats, through pelvic floor therapy, through childbirth education. Uh, I really believe that when we change birth, we actually will change the world and the way that our culture um, interacts with each other and as and becomes who they will be as adults is, is really imprinted through our birthing system and our birthing experience. And um, yeah, I just in general, am a huge adventurer and lover of life. And I want to ignite that spark in everyone in any way that we can. But I also really believe that it's important that we honor the raw and wild process of being humans, because mm -hmm. when we allow ourselves to truly feel that's when we can heal, you know, we've been in such a scarcity culture. And uh, we've been sacrificing ourselves in order to uh, have a certain status to be a certain way to get the dream. Uh, I was going to say American dream, but I know you're not <laughs> in America. Um, instead of really truly honoring our unfolding as a human. And when we do that, and when we truly honor our feelings, we actually move through them quicker. When we stuff them down, we um, actually keep them alive within our bodies, which can become dis-ease and um, create uh, more health symptoms for us. So it's really just, I basically want to support everyone in finding that vibrancy of life in their physicality, spirituality, energy, and uh, mental processes. 
Thanks, Lori. It's interesting that you mentioned that. I love how you say it, the growing wild journey that it comes from being human, because I think a lot of us tend to repress those feelings. You know, we've been told since we're kids, if you hurt when you hurt yourself, especially males, it's like, oh, stop crying or stop crying, sissy or stuff like that. And we keep repressing that. So when we feel like we have to cry, it's like we go and hide in this like closet of <laughs> that we don't want anybody to see us. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think that we are taught to dishonor ourselves. We're also um, raised in a linear culture where we, um, our creativity is taught out of us. Our majesty is taught mm -hmm. out of us. And honestly, our divine mastery is taught out of us in order to conform to this box and linear way of thinking. It's the us versus them. It's the one way forward. It's the, um, you know, sacrifice yourself in order to get ahead. Um, you have to, you know, work harder. And it's basically, it comes down to our productivity is what our worth has always been in this culture. Like how much can you produce instead yeah. of our worth being our divine, beautiful, uh, fluid selves that are full of emotions and um, really honoring that, that process of, of, emotions and release in order to unfold the divinity of life. And Laurie, can I ask you on your personal opinion, because that is that part is what we all try to achieve, I think, in a way, as in, especially as, I don't know, coaches or healers or female entrepreneurs. But then there's the other side that is the business side that how do we blend that? Because on the business side, this and I'm asking because this is something that I I constantly struggle with personally, you know, on being like, okay, these are the things that I have to do in order to grow my business. But then this is part of me that I'm like, it just doesn't feel right. You know, it just doesn't feel like, you know, the whole like trends, let's say like, okay, now it's like, you have to do reels. Like everybody has to do reels because that's what people are watching. And you're like, yeah, but that, that, that doesn't feel like me. I don't want to do that. So, you know, in, in order to be able to blend those things without feeling like you're selling your soul, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I mean, I think there's, I'm, I'm in that matrix as well. And, you know, once we step into the matrix, it's really hard to step out because, our senses take in information all day long, every day. So what is the information that you're taking in? You know, whatever stream of consciousness that's around you becomes you, um, quite honestly. And with repetition, it just continues. So I, I got caught up in that matrix, um, especially my podcast is uh, about a year and a half old. Mm -hmm. And when I started the podcast, like, ooh, I, I, I was so stressed about all the things that I should be doing and how I gained the audience and the, you know, the list of things I needed to do mm -hmm. every day in order to grow the podcast. And it was exhausting. And honestly, before, right when COVID happened, I was about to have a complete breakdown because I was running so many businesses and really wanting to put so much energy and effort into the podcast, but feeling just completely depleted and exhausted. And so what I really worked on was in my higher consciousness practice, which is, you know, there's so many different things and that you can move towards with that. Obviously, meditation is a big one that we all know about. Sometimes I think that's a loaded word. We can get into that. But um, is really trusting the divine unfolding of life because the matrix has created a false sense of, of time. Um, time is so different in the grand unfolding of life. And when we're in a competition culture, 
time is everything, right? And it's of the yes. essence. And you're yes. going to lose if you don't seize the moment. If you don't take mm-hmm. that time, you're going to lose. So that's the message that we get sent. So the more that we're sent that message, the more we believe it, the more we actually like get caught up in it and then create the stress cycle and then can create the disease cycle. So it's really, I think, about... And I love this movement that's coming on, especially with all of the major changes that we've had to go through um, with COVID is honoring ourselves first and foremost, honoring our feelings and honoring um, the space that we need in order to be with ourselves, right? So honoring going into that, that higher consciousness practice. And when we do that, we can trust the divine unfolding of time. It's basically, I just gave you a really long winded answer to get to <laughs> pull yourself out of the matrix, pull yourself out of that stream of consciousness. And, and so in, in hip, hypnotherapy, what we do is we have one thought system or belief system. And here's another one. So this one's really big, right? We've got one side that's really big, like do all these things in order to succeed. If you don't do these in this order, in this amount of time, you know, it's, you're not going to succeed, right? So that's the thought that's coming at us in this matrix. What we actually want to do is take this thought on the other side and, and make that bigger. So then mm-hmm. that matrix thought gets smaller. So the thought on the other side that we want to make bigger is truly believing in your mission, Do you truly believe in what you're doing and what you're producing and that it will help others? Then with that thought, we move into creating a thought around attracting and manifesting the people that need to hear your message, right? So when when we do more manifestation work, when we really, and this is something it's Dr. Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, talks about this really well, really clearly, but when we can actually manifest in a way that we feel the thing that we're manifesting emotionally, like we feel it as if it's happening, as if it's happened, not based on fear, but based on um, excitement, based on passion, based on belief, then that's where that law of attraction comes in and that law of manifestation. So it's really, I think about being as strong as you can possibly be in your mission, in your belief, so strong that that matrix doesn't penetrate it. So the matrix that we're making smaller doesn't penetrate the belief that you're making bigger. And that is very hard to do in a scarcity culture. It's hard to do, especially if you're working on an online business as well, when you're constantly mm-hmm. getting information that is nonstop. And like, I, to be honest with Lori, I have, everybody knows my internet works here and there sometimes. There's a lot of power cuts where I'm at. And I think it's the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm like, I take those breaks because I have nothing. You know, there's those breaks, there's nothing else I could do. And then when I go back, I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, this is here we go. There's another new trend, though. There's this thing. And the more I step away, it's just like the more in tune I feel with myself. And as you said, it's like knowing that what your mission is, and that's what it's important. It's not the timing, okay, of work hard, hustle, do this. If you're not here, you're gonna miss this. And it's like that uh FOMO, the fear of missing out. And you're like, it's okay. You know, everything yeah. I, mean, I believe everything happens for a reason as well. So if you missed it, you missed it. That's okay, you know. Absolutely. I mean, here's a great example, because I'm working on a big digital course to come out with my pelvic floor therapy. It's called Awaken Your Life Force. It's based off of my retreats, but I want to put it out as a digital course. So it's available to the masses. 
for the people that can't come to the retreats. And as I'm doing this, you know, I'm researching and, you know, learning all about creating the digital course with the various aspects that are involved. And the thing that I kept coming up to was that um, when you're selling your course, you want to create scarcity for people. So you want to say, oh, there's only, you know, so much time left and there's only so many spaces left. There's only, and I'm like, "Mm -mm, that doesn't feel good. That doesn't resonate with my energy and my soul. And if I'm not balanced here, if I'm not energetically imbalanced, I'm not going to put something out that's going out because of time, because of someone else's view of time, right? Because if I don't do it now, then it's going to fail, right? So that's that that view of scarcity that I find to be so detrimental. And I like the view of... agree with you. <laughs> yeah, manifesting the people and just believing truly that the people that need your message are on their way to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't like, mean that you, you still have to do some work, but you have to do course. work that aligns, work that speaks to your soul. But think like, especially having the year that we had last year, I think it was a slap in the face for everybody to slow the fuck down. And it was one Absolutely. of those things like, okay, why don't we take this time to slow down? And then suddenly when we had that time that it was like, you know, like I said, like same as my intern, there's nothing I could do. That was the time to be like, okay, let's step in the moment. Let's be present. And then suddenly people still find a way to get distracted themselves and go back into, you know, other things like, I don't know, other, other social media platforms or other stuff that to keep busy and not to be with oneself and see what you truly wanted in life or who you truly are as well. Um, yeah, it's just some, this is, I'm glad we spoke about this. It's just it's like this whole, I'm having on this whole mental dilemma that I've been working on lately. So I'm just like, I need more time <laughs> to actually express everything out. But uh, we're going to talk about, apart from everything amazing we've been talking about, we're going to talk about the living intentionally in a heart-centered life. Lori, tell us a little bit. You said you wrote a blog about it yesterday. So tell us a little bit more about it. Well, I mean, I think that that's exactly what we're talking about right now. We're just adding in the business aspect, you know, and it's really what happened with COVID, I feel like helped us realize that we aren't in control because ultimately we're not. But the more we try to be in control, the more tension we create and the more dis-ease and stagnation that we can create in our systems and our energy fields. And that's where we actually do have to work harder to make whatever we're creating successful because we're doing it from a place of tension, right? But when you realize that you ultimately have no control and when things pop up, instead of grasping onto them and becoming tighter and more tense to make them happen, right? So we're, we're pushing through resistance and that's what we learn in a competition culture is you just make it happen. You push through our output or our, um, our, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That, but basically the output of what we're doing is so much smaller than it could be when we move through the flow, yeah. right? So yeah. when, when, when we let go of that, that human need for timing and we 
realize that we are safe in this moment. And my hope is that we are not everyone is and you know, that's a whole different conversation. But if we are safe in this moment, and we can move through the tides and the ebbs and flows and the fluidity of life, the output and the end result is going to be so much bigger, because it creates a flow instead of a resistance. Absolutely. Right. And so living an intentional and heart centered life is really intense in this human journey. Like the matrix that we've created is so big and powerful. Now, if you think about even just our media mm-hmm. and the kind of power that our media wields in the entire world, right? That is constantly creating a stream of consciousness for people and creating fear. And there's just a lot of fear in this world. So it's, it takes a very brave and courageous person to go through the wounding of this raw and wild human life and to continually stand in their power and stand in that alignment and continually want to be in that alignment and live in your heart instead of just kind of roll over into the fear and, and the, the difficulty of, of humanity. And so, yeah, I find, I find that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know, you, you start, you decide to do something for your life, right? And you decide to follow your passion and, you know, do something that really, really sparks that. Every time you get up, it's just like, yes, I love this. And then suddenly you get caught up in doing the same thing, working in the same way that you worked a job. So that's always been like, you know, it's a contradictory thing. It's like, okay, well, we are here saying that we're following our passion. We're doing something we love, but then you're driving yourself insane if you're not getting the results you want at the moment that you decided to get those results. That, um, so it's just, it's, like you said, it's like this constant matrix, but you keep going in the circles and circles, doing something different, but behaving the same way as if you were in a job, right? Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to have that trust, right? Because we haven't been raised in a place of trust and heart-centered living. We've been raised in, um, you know, if you falter for a second, if you take some time off for yourself, then it might all go away. Like it could all go away in an instant, right? And that's creating that tension. And so when we're constantly working in that tension, yeah, it could all go away in an instant. But when we're working from a place of fluidity and trust and um, abundance and truly, and that's where that alignment comes in, you know, getting up every day and deciding to do some work towards your alignment, even through the wounding, even through the pain and the disappointments and the hurts, you know, even through crying your eyes out and still waking up and getting back up and deciding to, to move towards that alignment in your soul so that you can stay in your heart, even, you know, with the tragedies of the world around you. That's where I find the beauty of life really lives. And um, it's, it, that's, that's our true divinity is, is continuing to merge our divine souls with our human form. Mm-hmm. And honestly, this is probably going to shock you, but wounding isn't special. Every single one of us in these human bodies go through, we, we all go through wounding. Um, just going through birth can be a wounding. And whether you believe in past lives or not, like that mm-hmm. can be wounding that comes in with you. Intergenerational trauma is wounding that you come in with that wasn't even yours. It's getting passed yep. down through the cells and the DNA. And so I think the more that we actually normalize that instead of kind of putting it over here, like 
in this category of it, it being special on its own, like normalizing that this is what being a human is all about. Yeah. 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 And how do we actually work with it instead of having such a stigmatization about wound- wounding, right? That's a lot of us grew up with that, you know, even mental health. It was so stigmatized. We all have mental health fluctuations, every single one yes. of us. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, stigmatize the people that sought help or the people that were mm-hmm. really talking about it. And I love that we're starting to shift this, but yeah. there's a lot of people in the world and we need to go faster. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we need to spread this message a lot quicker um, because this is how we change communities. This is how we change culture. Yes, and that is that is a movement. I definitely want to get in. It's not and not make it a trend because there's a lot of things that you're like, okay, I want to get in this, and then it turns into this fashion thing and it kind of loses the sense and the beauty of it. But uh, this is, I remember telling my friend when I started going to counselor and the first thing was like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with me that nobody else has. Like, you know, I go through anxiety attacks. I go through panic attacks. And I think they're all normal. Even if you're in your happiest moment, you're still going to go through an anxiety attack and, or, or something because it feels unnormal to be so happy all the time as well. Right? And it's like, it's not something we're used to it um, always. Um, as a matter of fact, it was like a, I, I twisted my ankle a couple of weeks ago. No, sorry, last week. And when I looked into it, it was because of the, I was feeling guilty that I was feeling so happy. And I was like, it was something yeah. to do with guilt. And I was like, and then I was like, well, yeah, I am very happy. And I was like, why am I feeling guilty that I'm very happy? Because other people are go- not going through the same thing. Uh, so, yes. Yeah. There's, there's actually something I want to say about that. And I think this is important. This isn't something that we're talking about often. And it's come up for me over and over, especially since COVID um, happened and beyond, is that there is a lot of pain in the world. There's a lot of people that are suffering. And there are a lot of people that do not have the choice to change their circumstance in the immediacy of their environment, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, it can be really hard to be in a happy state, but yet realize there's so much pain in the world and so much suffering, right? So I think a lot of empaths and energetically sensitive people go through that. It's like, it's almost like a guilt, like we should be, you know, in the trenches, and we should be working harder, and we should be upset about all of this um, danger and destruction in the world. But what I came down to is, the more that we shine our light, And the more that we create loving communities, um, community over competition, abundance over scarcity, the more we can actually work towards changing policies and work Mm -hmm. towards changing stigmatizations and work towards um, creating a better balance for people when they had normalized a programming that was dangerous to them. And so if we start to normalize the fluctuations of being a human, the mental health Um, symptoms of being a human, you know, seeing therapy, things like that, then we actually start to emanate it out. We emanate that vibration out into the culture and it can literally change people. Like we can emanate our love and Mm -hmm. our um, happiness out to someone else and they might shift the way that they make a decision. They might shift their day. They might shift something. And it, we're so limited by our language because we think that we can only communicate through language, but we communicate through vibration constantly. And so this is what I tell people. If 
you're worried for someone, if you have fear for someone, like this can be for your child or a friend or whatever, um, emanate love out to them. Like imagine them in a healing light. Imagine them in a healing light bubble. It could actually change the situation that you're scared of for them. It could change the course of direction that they're moving in. It can change their path. That's how we mm -hmm. communicate as well. That's how we change um, the world. And so I think the happier we are and the more that we allow ourselves to emanate that vibration, the deeper it changes um, very unfair and biased structures in this world. Yes. Oh, love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Lori, it's been such a beautiful conversation. I love how, you know, you start talking about something, then things shift, but it's just like, I think everything we spoke about it today really resonated with me. I really wanted it. Uh, I really wanted you like bring something different here and bring something, you know, really have people shine their light and not having, you know, follow if you want to, but I'm follow if you want to do things that come from your heart that, you know, if something doesn't resonate with you, even if that's supposed to be what's going to work, but it doesn't resonate with you, just let it go. It's fine. You know, it's, uh, it's as you said, like changing, changing those, changing those thinking that we have been inculcated on, believed made believe that they were the only way to do things uh, because there's so much out there that we can do as humans so Lori, before we wrap up on sunshine thank you so much can you tell us if anybody wants to reach out to you work with you get to know you more where they can find you yeah so i'm pretty much across the board at the raw and wild hearts so i'm on instagram at the raw and wild hearts my website is the raw and wild hearts.com uh i I'm on Facebook. I've got a Raw and Wild Hearts page. Um, you know, I've got an email, things like that. So basically just find the Raw and Wild Hearts and, and I'll be there. <laughs> okay, perfect. And before we wrap up, like, what would you like to tell somebody who's just starting out on their spiritual journey and open that Pandora's box that we all know? It's just like, ah, <laughs> what would you like to tell them? <laughs> I mean, this is my mantra right now, and I'm going to stick to it until we uh, get everybody learning this from little on, is that failure is necessary. That is how we grow the most. So we need to stop seeing failure as something negative. We need to see it as necessary, and it opens new doors for us all the time. Awesome. Thank you so, so much, Lori. And thank everybody for listening. And I will drop all the links so you can contact Lori. Uh, you will love her. I really, this is the first conversation we had and absolutely love you. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, Maria. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, like, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye.